Hello and welcome back to a brand new Player 2 review discussion. My name is Paul James and today, for his second appearance in the week, Jason Hawkins, how are you? Uh, I'm loving it. I'm living large. Enjoying this format? Yeah, honestly, I haven't done any video stuff before this, so I was a little bit reluctant because I just keep try and keep an incredibly low profile um ironically for a person that writes on the internet uh, yeah. but you know what I'm, I'm i'm actually really enjoying it it makes life so much easier it's a nice bit of complimentary sort of content and i guess yeah. in this particular case it complements your written review of tunic which people will be able to find on the player 2 website right now you've been fortunate enough to play it in this particular instance and i guess it's a bit unusual for this format i haven't so yep. this is a very i guess one-sided conversation in a sense you're going to share some of your thoughts and experiences to complement that written review that you've got up on the website. So I guess let's start at the top level. What do you think? Uh, honestly, I love it. I went into Tunic not knowing that much about it. I looked at it and went, oh, you know, cutesy visuals, kind of cool art style, Zelda-ish um, kind of feel. And I thought, you know, we'll play this for like, you know, seven, ten hours and then we'll be done with it and it'll be kind of a bit of fun. Uh, I came out of it thinking... This is probably one of the best experiences, and there's a lot to that, not just the game, but this is one of the best experiences I've had in games forever. And if this hear. doesn't come out as my game of the year, I will be baffled that something came out that's better. Right. Okay, that says a lot considering the stellar lineup of games that we've had so far this year. Yeah. Um, and, and it still is only March. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a horrifying prospect. But anyway, we'll, we'll cross that bridge in November, December when we come to it. Um, that That's incredibly good to hear. I mean, I've, my history, I guess, with the game goes right back to before it was even known as Tunic. We were discussing this recently that um, Andrew Shoulders, who's like the lead on the game, him and I were chatting about this when it was referred to as Secret Legend. Well mm. before Xbox picked it up, it was just this little indie that I, I don't know probably just popped up in my feed at some point and I kind of fell in love with it then and mm. we chatted and I fully intend to have him back on dev diary uh, to kind of go full circle with this at some stage but um yeah i mean this this game that those zelda-ish qualities that it has and it's, it obviously puts those at the forefront certainly visually yep. and stylistically and even even in the combat sense but when you're I've, I've tried out the various demos that have popped up over the years and certainly got that zelda feel from it they're a little bit more brutal i'm not i'm definitely not going to go and drop yeah. the souls or any of that sort of thing but you could clarify for me that it in fact has some of those qualities i don't know so yes combat is really tough and it also is based a hell of a lot on stamina and um as i mentioned in my review there's i i consider this a souls game but not because of the way they discuss it so when people think about souls they think about really challenging combat slow methodical you know really taking your time with things that's not what i'm thinking about when i'm thinking about it i'm thinking um, of all the things that were kind of synonymous with Dark Souls 1. So yep. environmental storytelling, a hub world that you expand upon and then like you're always looping back to that hub and going back through from there. And also that really tough uh, system. And, and not to mention the like little tiny secrets that are like hidden around the world and the way that the story is told as well because there's no understandable dialogue in it okay cool um, I, I want to pick your brain as much as you're possibly able to talk yeah. about it I'm, I'm keen to pick your brain about that dialogue because i mean that was something that's been at the forefront for quite some time the the text there like they, they put text screens up like there's you know text bubbles and it's indecipherable language on the screen 
without spoiling, I guess, too much, like, does that become decipherable? So, one thing I will say about it, um, and is uh, is part of that experience that I leaned into, um, they set up a Discord for game journalists, game reviewers, to go in and chat about the game. Uh, they kind of let us loose with the wolves. Um, they Ooh. they weren't policing it at all, so they're just like, we're not going to help you with anything or anything like that. We're just here to enable a forum for, uh, for which you guys can talk to each other about it. And there are clues throughout the entire game because you get like a little instruction manual, um, which I will touch on later because it's a really cool aesthetic, um, which is all in that tunic language or runic tunic yep. as i call it um and nice. quite near the end of it you get some hints about how that language is deciphered uh there was uh with the assistance of myself not tooting my own horn god forbid um but uh a couple of journalists came together and we managed to solve it and it's such a cool experience to then go through and look at all of that dialogue even the npc dialogue and go you know sit down with a piece of paper like i have a let me just show it briefly like your chicken scroll bunch, from as you yeah, yeah like a bunch of my notes there um i have pages and pages of notes and the deciphering uh of all the dialogue and it takes time but it can be done and i think it's really really fascinating um to do and we it's not necessary for the lion's share of the game but there are a few things in the game where maybe that dialogue will be helpful. Um, the game does give you like hints on its own. Again, I, I mentioned kind of the environmental storytelling. So you'll go into an area and you're like, okay, I kind of get what the gist is here. But in case you don't, um, there will be like little snippets of text in English okay. for you to kind of get a hint of what you're meant to do or where you're meant to go. And if it doesn't do that, it will give you uh, pictograph information instead. Okay, cool. Um, which is awesome. Really, really cool. Is it because, like, without that, is it really abstract, I guess, at that point? Like, if, if they would have yes. removed those little handholds, you'd be just stumbling blind? You would absolutely be stumbling blind. Yeah, okay. um, even with the handholds, uh, I am I'm not, uh, not too bold to admit that uh, there was a couple of times I did have to ask for help. Um... I, I was wandering around an area, even with the pictograph information, I was wandering around an area for three hours trying to find out where I was meant to go next. And take into consideration, it only took me 12 hours to finish the game or uh, about there um, to finish the main story, so to speak. There is stuff to do after that. But um, yeah, so three hours to do one part is a lot. And, and the when, when the reviewers, uh, so obviously you've reached out into the Discord there for that little bit of help. How close were you? Just out of interest, how close had you been to exactly what you were looking for throughout those three hours? Had you been close or were you totally on the wrong track? It was extremely close. Oh, um, that's even more painful. It is, yeah. I had been to that almost exact spot uh, probably about 10 times oh. and just overlooked it, um, which was frustrating, but all of the information was there. Um, I just hadn't pe uh, in your put mind. it all together. Yeah. That's interesting. What about the combat? Because obviously, you know, that is uh, still a big pillar of the thing. It does lean on Zelda, and as you've mentioned, there's, it's, it's difficult. Not I, I personally am going to refrain from using that Souls language as much as possible because it does get thrown around left, right, and center. 
when people talk about difficulty, they instantly say souls, yep. and that's not always a hundred percent accurate. So I, yeah, you can no. you can kind of um, clarify in that sense. But yeah, what, what's it been like? Because I've enjoyed what I've played, but it has kicked my ass a few times in the demo. It will kick your ass. Um, the uh, mostly the bosses will really kill you, but there was a couple of instances where. Uh, I was running around and I just got into a area of overworld mobs that kind of were a uh, blocking uh, blocking point and I it just took me ages to get past them but once you work out kind of hey how do I upgrade my item uh, how do I upgrade my stats um, how do I use my items a bit better you're like okay this is all starting to come together yeah fine. Um, but the bosses will still absolutely eat your lunch okay. Oh, I mean, I, I look forward to that. I mean, this is certainly, I guess, as of when we have this conversation, we are fresh off the back of having a similar conversation last night about Final Fantasy Origin, and so the conversation about uh, Strange of Paradise for people that yep. might, might be aware of that. <laughs> um, we had a fairly lengthy conversation about difficulties and those sort of things, and again, the Souls language was kind of bandied around. This sort of format, the, the I guess the kind of isometric 2D, again, Zelda-inspired from that era, the the link to the pasts and those sort of games like that is right up my alley in terms of combat and wheelhouse that sort of like i'm very proficient in that space so yeah. i don't know about you and how, how that kind of equates for you but a difficulty in with that sort of perspective and that sort of gameplay approach speaks to me far more than extreme difficulty in a soul what we tend to think of the souls born sort of yeah. format so no i absolutely i'm agree. excited by that actually. and the the other benefit to it is that if you are having trouble, you can generally explore the world, find some more heart containers, or I can't remember exactly what they're called. The I think they're heart jars. Yeah. Um, find some items to upgrade your stats, or even pick up some extra items that might give you a boost um, to work your way through. And if you are having a huge amount of trouble, because it's kind of... Um, there's a couple of games that have come out that look really cutesy graphics and are just insanely difficult, like Cuphead and games like that. <laughs> yeah. And people just kind of want to play the story. So what um what the dev has done is actually put in the accessibility menu and a few people did this because they just want to play through it um there is a no fail mode which means you oh, don't take any damage and there's generous. in case you wanted it there is a no stamina so you can you know you maybe you just want to go through the uh thing of like dodging around a lot but not having to worry about your stamina or just getting to the process of like um blocking all those hits and not it eating all your stamina as well so there's like options there for people that you know might find it um very difficult and i was tempted quite a few times yeah okay um yeah uh so those options are there and you know what i think that's awesome um there's always going to be that discussion around games of like oh are they making this too easy should we have difficulty sliders stuff like that let people just enjoy things how they want to play it like if people get uh pulled into this game because they want to play with the cute graphics or they want to do the puzzles or they want to you know just enjoy the world and they're not great at combat kind of who cares like let them do their thing they're not hurting anyone it's not a multiplayer game let them yeah. have fun yeah, there's no need to gatekeep in a, in a case like this it's totally and i'm glad to hear that those features are there certainly like just talking about the stamina one in particular instantly i go oh take that away great now i am thinking a hundred percent in line with old school zelda pre yep. Breath of the Wild Zelda where Stamina ruined it just for what it's worth yeah what yeah. I dubbed shitty Witcher but anyway um, <laughs> so uh, are there any other kind of important systems on the on the gameplay side that we need to kind of consider or discuss or is it a little bit uh, I guess if people know of those old school Zeldas 
do you have a fairly good understanding of what you're in for here? Yeah, if you know, you know. Um, so, you know, a lot of, not dungeons per se, but areas that have a boss, you don't, it's not like Zelda where you've got to, like, find a, uh, the boss key, or you've got to find chest keys and stuff like that. That doesn't exist. So it's just, you make your way through an area, you pray it, uh, the equivalent of bonfires. Again, I'm just used to Dark Souls terminology, yeah. so I kind of dance around it a bit. Um, yeah, you you pray at those shrines that heal you up, but also resort all the enemies in an area. So you're just making your way from shrine to shrine, going through until you finally get to the boss, and then you know you can beat them down from there. So do you find? I guess I'm guessing the answer is probably no, based on even just how you describe the the chest keys and all those and big boss keys and all that sort of thing like are there is there a a unique item that you acquire you know like the okay you found the hook shot in this dungeon sort of equivalent to a zelda thing like do you get extra tools of, yeah you definitely get extra tools um quite a few of them uh i think it's like four or five total that okay, unlock cool. new areas and uh in a similar way to zelda or metroid or anything like that you go back through some of the old areas and you're like okay now i know how to do this now i know how to activate this thing or go here the very very sneaky thing about the game and i absolutely adore this is that a lot of the things that you can do in the game um you can do at the beginning you just don't know how yeah okay. um which is i think really really cool that's that's fascinating and something i'm i guess that's something in the back of my mind, scratching at the back of my mind when I when I start playing the game myself is okay. Yeah. So this thing that I don't think I can get through now, I reckon I might actually be able to do that, and I'll be beating my head against the wall for three hours until until <laughs> I finally hit you up and you say, no, no, you serious? Like that's one of those things you <laughs> couldn't do it. Do it. How like I mean, we've seen it from the demo. I think most people have got their mind made up about this thing, and again, you've used that word cutesy already. How mm. good does this thing look? Oh God, it's gorgeous. The it looks great. The soundtrack is absolutely amazing cool, as well. Cool, that matches it. Awesome. Yeah, um, really, really cool. I think it's like a five-hour soundtrack as well, which is pretty damn good. Um, yeah, for a game that's you know maybe double that in length. Yeah, uh, I honestly think, yeah, it, the graphics honestly it absolutely nails it. It's it's, it's consistent. Uh, it's a beautiful art style, and it it changes with um, like all the area, but that consistent quality is really important, and it it looks great. And, cool. and the environments kind of match so like are we talking about is a very similar environment like everything we've seen in demos and trailers and those sort of things up to this point has been that very lush green sort of environment do we are we seeing some kind of diverse terrain there or yeah yeah you'll definitely you know branch out to quite a few different areas I, like i hate to use the word biome because it's horribly overused these days but it is but it's, it's relatively apt yeah okay. yeah yeah good to hear any other thoughts at all about the game that you wanted to share that I, mean, um, I do want to talk about the instruction manual. So oh, okay. this is, it's based on a, you know, your old school, school game manuals, if you're uh, old enough to have, you know, bought original NES games or anything similar, where you flick through full color, really, really cool. Um, again, it's all based on the uh, runic tunic language. Um, but what it does is it allows you to uh, kind of, uh, explore the world and it'll give you references like sometimes it'll have maps or it'll give you little hints without giving you too much or sometimes it'll just explain gameplay things that it doesn't teach you via literally anything else other than hey look at that manual and oh now I know how to do this certain thing um, and the way it does 
like little hints and puzzles through there as well. You would never find most of the stuff in game if it weren't for these menus, which yeah, is okay. really, really cool. Like it took me ages to work out, for example, and this is not a spoiler, but it took me ages to work out how to use coins, for example. Right. Like, okay. what the hell do I do with these coins? I'm just flicking it in the air every time I do it. And I'm like, eh. then you finally pick up the manual and you're like, oh, oh, okay, that's exactly how it's used. And it's super simple. And it's not like written instructions. It's all pictograph. And it's all gorgeous art as well. Like, absolutely beautiful. Um, and I think that's such a fascinating way to do it. Like, I kind of think of it uh, in terms of like important gameplay decisions that get made. Like, I think back to like, the Shadow of Mordor nemesis system, and you're like, oh, yeah. we're going to see a lot of this in games in the future. I have a feeling... Yeah, I have a feeling that this might hopefully lead the way for this kind of style of um, show-don't-tell uh, instructions, which is really, really cool. Like, Dark Souls tries to do it, but instead it just ends up with, like, a bunch of, uh, like, notices on the ground, which is fine. I don't have an issue with that, but this is just such an like interesting cool way to do it um so yeah don't sleep on the instruction manual you wouldn't be able to anyway but like play around with it have a look at it and just like just immerse yourself in it and i think you'll get a really good good time out of it okay that's pretty cool and, and they straight up call it an instruction manual like yeah i think it's called instruction booklet but yeah so it's got and like it's not all unlocked at the start you'll go around the world and you'll find pages and that'll unlock new new parts of it so like over the course of it, you're unlocking all, I think there's 56 pages, but they're double-sided, so, um, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's super cool. Cool. It's something I'll have to make sure I give a proper amount of time to. Any other thoughts at all about the game that you wanted to express? Uh, no, I mean, just keep an eye out for the review, and, uh, honestly, uh, as I kind of alluded to, this is kind of my, probably going to be one of my games of the year. It'll, if not, it'll be right up there. Um, don't sleep on it. Like, don't let this one skip you by. I haven't seen that many people talk about it prior to release. Um, yeah, the marketing, I guess the marketing's been a little bit weird about it in the lead up. It has, but I think this is going to be, a, I think this is going to be a big one that like will stick with people for a while. So yeah, dive in. Cool. I'm, I'm very excited by that. Yeah, certainly for me, it was one of the most anticipated games of the year and I'm thrilled that it's finally here and I'm thrilled that you're so positive about the whole game i mean you're throwing game of the year sort of uh, language around which is really really exciting again march disclaimers everyone but um, yeah but that's that's an awesome sign and yeah i mean this game speaks to me in so many different ways so i'm really excited about the prospect of of diving into this later this week the game is coming to steam and xbox uh, as of this point and maybe that changes there's an idea at xbox showcase this week at this point not on game pass um so wait and see for, for more information there but as as you mentioned your review is up on the website player2.net.au um, so go check out Jason's written words as well if you're watching and or listening to this make sure to visit the website for that um, but otherwise that's it Jason where can people go to see what you're up to uh, I all of my stuff will be on player2.net.au and also I am on Twitter at Pesmar which is there 100% got the uh, the fingers pointing in the right direction there perfectly as well uh, right above your head like that and yeah um, make sure to make sure to check it out Jason by his own admission doesn't use social media a hell of a lot but uh, if he keeps pumping out all these awesome reviews and we keep referencing it maybe we'll be yeah. able to pull him over to the dark side sooner or later <laughs> <laughs> we have cookies yeah something like that so um, 
I don't know, maybe there's a Zelda-style Dark World in this thing. I purely made up that speculation myself. I'm not putting words in your mouth whatsoever, but a little Dark Side <laughs> reference for people. Make sure, yeah, uh, catch myself, Paul James Games, on Twitter. Visit the website, player2.net.au. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe if you're catching this on YouTube, on the podcast feeds, drop a five-star review. Helps with exposure and uh, encourages to do more of these. Um, and that's about it. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Jason, thanks for joining me to discuss Tunic. Always a pleasure. And we'll see you later.